Welcome to Pivot Point of View. This is Becky Pearson, and the goal of this podcast is to bring you health and wellness tips for you and the horse you rode in on. Hey, everybody. It's Becky Pearson with Pearson Physical Therapy and Pivot Point Equine. And today I am here to talk about back pain. Um, Back pain in us people. Um, I also deal with back pain in horses. And so um, that we're going to talk about in another episode, and we will come up with that pretty soon. So in the last 30 days, how many of you have experienced back pain? Uh, chances are quite a few of us, um, especially if you're over the age of like 20, <laughs> um, which most of us are. And if you're listening to this, you probably are having some back pain. And so, um, when we talk about back pain, we also have to talk about sciatica or lumbago with, with sciatica. Um, that lumbago is a fancy word for back pain as well. Um, sciatica is that pain, numbness, tingling that you feel down your leg because of something going on in your back or your hips or your SI joints. So um, I want to explain a little bit about the sciatica because people don't always realize what it is, where it comes from. A lot of times they'll come in and they'll say, well, I have neuropathy in my legs. And I'll ask, well, are you diabetic? No, no, I just have this numbness in my leg. And so, and they don't always correlate the fact that it could be coming from your back because sometimes you can get the numbness in your leg and you really don't have a lot of back pain. So it's our job as a physical therapist to help figure out why do you have the numbness um, why, what's causing it? Because there can be a number of things that cause it. So um, if we think about the sciatica as um, the nerve pain that you have down your leg, and we think of the sciatic nerve, which is a really big nerve that runs from your back down all the way down your leg, uh, if we think of that sciatic nerve like a hose, and sciatica is basically getting a kink in that hose somewhere. And so if you have a hose that's watering your garden and it stays kinked enough, there isn't enough water to keep your garden growing, right? And so if that nerve in your body stays kinked for a long enough time, it's going to make the muscles of your leg weak. So this can be pretty serious. So this is not something you wanna ignore. It's our job as a physical therapist to try to figure out where the kink in the hose is. Uh, If you don't come to us with um, x-rays or MRIs or things like that, probably 90% of the time people come to us and they don't have those things. You don't have to have them to come. But it's our job to kind of figure out without having MRI vision or x-ray eyes to be able to figure that out. There's a lot of different tests we can do in physical therapy that can help us pinpoint the general area. So we get back pain or sciatica from having um, basically an imbalance in the body. Um, We can have back pain and sciatica start from arthritis in the back. Um, You'll also hear that referred to as stenosis. And so basically that's where the joints in the back have had a lot of wear and tear on them and they get extra bone growth basically. Sometimes you can have a bone spur, that again is more of a stenosis or uh, arthritis. Sometimes you can have just the disc will start to degenerate. So you have discs in your back and they're like little cushions. And so as they start to wear out, they can shrink in size. And so that'll decrease that opening that the nerve is coming out of the back. And so 
that can pinch the nerve as well. Uh, we can also have pinched nerves from basically that disc as it's starting to deteriorate can bulge and push out against the nerve or it can actually rupture or herniate and parts of that disc can push out against the nerve. And so all of those things can contribute to numbness, tingling down your leg. And those are things that we can help you identify in physical therapy. So um, the other thing that sometimes there can just be an issue at your SI joint and, and some people don't know where that is. And so your SI joint is um, basically the back where your, where your low back and your hips tie together and you know kind of the dimples on your back or some people will have bumps on your back it's just kind of low um, right at the the top of your pelvis is where it it ties to your to your back so um, those are your SI joints or sacroiliac joints and when those are not in a good position they can create a lot of pain as well so those are all different problematic areas that that can contribute to your back pain so now that we've talked about back pain, um, basically what can we do about it? So if you come into a physical therapist or you even go to your doctor, um, some of the first things we're gonna do is ask you what causes your pain, what uh, reproduces your pain? Because if we can reproduce your pain, we can reduce your pain. And so maybe some of you are having back pain because you shoveled snow. It's snowing here today. Chances are there's going to be some people with back pain later today or tomorrow. And so, um, or maybe you were out taking care of the cattle, you had to scoop out feed bunks this morning, um, that can cause more back pain. Maybe you've been shoveling feed, um, lifting heavy things can cause more back pain. So once you have the onset of back pain, it's great for us to know like when it started. Sometimes it's really um, subtle, it, it gradually comes on. Um, those are all good things for us to know. The other thing that we like to know is when does it bother you the most? It bothers you more to stand or does it bother you more to sit? Do you get more numbness or tingling in your leg when you're standing, sitting, lying down? Does the back pain keep you awake? Um, do your legs feel weak? Do you feel like you're gonna have your leg give out on you? Those are all really, really important things. And so sometimes people come in and they don't quite know for sure when it started they don't really know uh, what to tell me as far as what makes it worse and we can put you through a series of different movements here in the clinic that will help us determine that but oftentimes if you know that stuff when you come in that does help us uh, find the problem a little bit quicker so oftentimes we'll also ask you what gives you relief from the pain. Oftentimes, like if you have pain when you stand, people will get relief when they sit. And so that tells me that there's certain um, tissues in your body that are irritated and then those things are improved when you sit down. And so that tells me a lot about where to start looking if, if that's the case as well. So anyways, that just gives you a little bit of an insight. And so as you're going through this stuff in your mind, you know, you think about, okay, what am I gonna do about this pain? Um, a lot of us, we first try to ignore it because chances are it's gonna go away, right? It always has. Well, maybe this time it doesn't go away. And so then you take a pill. You take an ibuprofen or an Aleve or something like that, or maybe you have some leftover, you know, pain pills from something else and you take some of that, but it doesn't go away. 
And so then you decide, okay, I need to do something about it because things haven't changed. Um, maybe you go to the chiropractor and I have nothing against chiropractors. Some of my good friends are chiropractors. Um, and I think physical therapy and chiropractic go really well together. But some of the things that we hear from people when they come in to see us is maybe uh, they say, well, my pelvis is always out or I'm always out when I go to the chiropractor. That is pretty common. Or they'll say, you know, my parents have always had back pain, so I'm just destined to have back pain. There's nothing that I can do about it. Well, I'm here to tell you that back pain 99% of the time is not hereditary. Uh, it's usually caused from the lifestyle that we've led and um, the activities that we choose to do. So it it really, there's, there's a lot that you can do to help yourself when it comes to back pain. If you choose to come into physical therapy, which I hope you do, um, we will give you a, a good thorough examination as far as what's causing the pain and we'll, we can do manual therapy techniques to you. So we can do traction, we can do joint mobilizations, we can do massage, uh, we can do dry needling, which is kind of like acupuncture and it helps the muscles relax. Uh, we can do heat, we can do electrical stimulation, we can do ultrasound therapy, uh, we can do so many different things. And then we can come up with a home exercise program for you to do on your own as well. And so, you know, if you're hurting in the middle of the night and you go to a practitioner, whether it's a chiropractor or another physical therapist that doesn't give you some things that you can use in the middle of the night, um, that can be very frustrating when you're in pain and you have nothing that you can do about it. So um, make sure that, that whoever you go see about this, they give you some things to use when you're not in the office with them. Um, it will give you the most relief possible and, and help you get through the night, get through the day to be able to um, do some of those things. And really, if you think about the amount of time that you spend in physical therapy versus the rest of the week, even if you're coming three days a week, you know, that's three hours in a week and how many hours are in the rest of the week. So you really have to take responsibility for helping get yourself better too. You can't just passively lay back and say, oh yeah, take care, take care of my back pain, but I'm not gonna do anything about it. So really, uh, wherever you go, I want you to ask for some things that you can do at home so you can take some control of your back pain. The next thing that I wanna talk about is where we start after we get a history gathering. So I like to think of our body kind of like our house and the pelvis is the foundation of that house. And so if you think about your house and if your foundation has a crack in it or it's unlevel, what happens to the doors, the windows, the drywall? Um, you'll get a crack in your drywall. You will have doors and windows that don't wanna open and close properly. Well, those are the same things that happen in your body. So if your pelvis is unlevel or out of alignment or out, as many people say, um, then everything that's above there really has to adjust. And so your, your doors and windows or the joints in your vertebrae do not open and close properly. And over time, they'll start to wear out and break down. So we really have to get that pelvis in a neutral position in order for us to make good progress. And so that's usually where I start with my people is we're gonna reposition your pelvis and 
we're going to see what that does to your pain. Because a lot of times when we get that pelvis aligned or in a more neutral position, then everything else stacks up above that in a much better alignment and the doors and windows start to open and close better. And so that's the, the best case scenario is we just get your pelvis in a little more neutral alignment and everything starts to feel better. And honestly, I'll, probably at least half of the people that I see, once we get the pelvis more neutral, um, their pain goes away. So once we get the pelvis neutral, how do we keep it there? Well, we keep it there by strengthening the weak muscles and stretching the tight muscles. So um, that's where a good home program comes in because you're gonna make progress a lot quicker if you can work on that on the days when you're not in physical therapy. And so most of the people that I see that come in with back pain, they usually have weak hamstrings and weak abdominals. And so, um, but people say, well, I have really tight hamstrings and I have weak hamstrings. Well, chances are they're weak and they're tight uh, just because of that position of the pelvis. And so when we get those two muscle groups going, that usually is tremendously helpful for people. The problem with that is if you're in a lot of pain, it is hard to do sit-ups or crunches or planks to work your abdominals if you're in pain. And so that's where the manual therapy comes in. That's where a lot of the modalities come in. We can really help decrease the pain, get those joints moving, and then get you going on that exercise program. Uh, so we get, we get the pelvis going, we address the muscle imbalances and hopefully do a great job of educating you as to why this is important. Then people will always ask, well, do I have to do this for the rest of my life? And um, it depends. Some people with chronic issues like arthritis in their back, chances are you're gonna have to do something to keep your body in the best possible shape for a long time. Uh, if it's just a matter of, we just have to get the muscles stronger to hold your pelvis in a neutral position, then you may not have to do this the rest of your life, but you want to be dedicated to some things that will keep your muscles stronger because just everyday life is not gonna keep you where you need to be. Everyday life is gonna break your body down. And so you have to work harder at just maintaining where, where you're at. That I find gets more difficult the older we get. So the older we get, the harder we have to work at just maintaining where we're at. So um, before we close, I wanna talk a little bit about some statistics. Um, I did some quick research on, on statistics of people with back pain. And 90% of the people that go through physical therapy for treatment of their back pain will feel better and make improvements. So if you feel like, yeah, oh, that physical therapy, that's not gonna do anything, I, I really beg to differ with you. I feel like we uh, do a great job as a profession in treating back pain. So give us a shot. The other statistic that I found was really interesting is uh, it was an article from Harvard Medical School that they did a comparison of people with arthritis in their back that went through physical therapy versus people that went through surgery. And what they found is that people that went through physical therapy had just as good results as people that went through surgery. And you have a lot less uh, complications and uh, a lot less downtime. Um, and 
oftentimes, you know, the complications that come along with surgery can be very um, devastating and sometimes even life-threatening. So I guess what I'm trying to say is why not give physical therapy a shot for your back pain? Um, really, it's a lot less expensive than surgery. Uh, it can give you back the life that you want a, a whole lot quicker than going through surgery. So um, give us a shout out if you have some questions about this, if you want to know if physical therapy is right for you. I'm happy to visit with people all the time about it. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Let me know if you have any questions and um, keep on keeping on. Oh, 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 oh,